everyone. It is Nako, and I am back with another freaking episode of the Passport Podcast, and I am extremely elated to talk to you guys today. I woke up in a good mood, so yeah, let's let's get into it. Today is October 1st, and not only is it October 1st, but it is seven more days till I turn 26, so forgive me if I seem a little dramatic. Actually, you don't have to forgive me. I really don't care. I am excited. I am emotional. I am intentional about kind of honing in on everything that I need to hone in on in these last seven days before this new chapter begins, because you know how we'd be like new year, new me, but no, I'm kind of like new chapter, new birthday. I'm turning 26 and I dealt with a heap of shit in chapter 25. I tolerated so many things. And as I inch towards 30, I'm kind of like, Hey, we got to start getting some things, um, in order. And these last week, this last week or so, I kind of just started taking a lot of things serious. I sat down and was honest with myself, with my therapist, with family, with a few select friends, with my boyfriend, um, and most importantly with God. And so I begin to get things in order. I've begun to declutter. I'm doing a lot of cleaning, a lot of scrubbing. Last night, me and my boo, we literally stayed up all last night cleaning. When I say cleaning, I'm talking about like moving the furniture back, rolling up the rugs, mopping, scrubbing. And as I've told you guys before, he's extremely spiritual and dedicated to his religion. And if you've read Corman already, um, Neezy is my boo. Like, in real life, everything that I wrote in that book were, was true. It was direct testaments of the man that I'm currently with. And so it was playing music on the TV and burning sage and candles was lit. And we were smoking, drinking wine, just cleaning up. And he was just like, you know, you're entering a new season. So we kind of go, you know, you got to go out with the old, in with the new. And um, another thing that I, I, I love and I appreciate about him so much is that we have so many honest conversations. And so I was telling him about a conversation that I had with one of my good girlfriends Sunday. When I say that talk, seriously, not only was it confirmation, but she hit so many nails on the head. And um, I don't necessarily, oh, how can I say this? Because, you know, so many of my friends listen. So it's like you try not to offend people. Um, I am not an open book in friendships. And I know that's not a good thing because it's kind of like if you can't trust the people you call friends, then why are they your friends? And I don't necessarily think that I'm not an open book on purpose. I feel like, and I've told you this before, I deal of have dealt with a lot of friendship hurt. Friendship hurt from the 10th grade when my best friend died and we didn't get a chance to apologize to each other. Um, Friendship hurt with my best friend in college. Um, You know, I told y'all the story. She got saved. We fell out. Um, And so, you know, people get close to you. You pour, pour, pour. They pour into you. Something happens. You don't fix the situation. There's no closure. And you just feel like, sorry, y'all. My phone is ringing. Like, people is like, where we at tonight? I'm thankful. I'm grateful. So, um, yeah. So, I I, kind of struggle when it comes to being extremely open and vulnerable and friendships. And so, I am more of the... Let me help you. What do you need my help with? Well, let's figure this out. Let's figure that out. And so, um, Sunday, 
And it's crazy. No, it's amazing. I can't say using the word crazy. It's amazing how God works. So I left church. When I say church was so good, y'all. Like I sat in my car for so long just trying to pull it together. And even when I went, because I go to, I kind of go to breakfast either before church or after church by myself. So at the church, I went and got breakfast and I couldn't even like eat my food because I kept reading my notes in church. Like I was just like, oh my God. So at my church, we're in a series called Triggered and one thing that my apostle said um, in the series, in the sermon on Sunday, he was like, I'm about to pull it up real quick. He was like, um, some of y'all are depressed. Some of y'all are overwhelmed. Some of y'all are still dealing with the situation because you keep replaying it over and over in your head. And my apostle was like, let it go. Why are y'all still replaying it? Do y'all know that all my friends that I sent the notes to, everybody responded with highlighting that part like my friend essence when she sent it back to me she had it circled my other home girl had copied and pasted that part and was like this part so it was just like I realized that we all are dealing with letting go we struggle with letting go we replay the situations in our head hoping that the results will change and I do that a lot which is why I've been telling you guys I've been reading um crash the chatterbox by Stephen Furchick and I also just ordered some more books that my homegirl told me to get. Um, so back to this conversation. I told her that, you know, at the church, I was just like, you know, my birthday's coming up. And I was like, girl, this time last year, I was in such a space. And she's like, really? Because, of course, people, social media, you can't tell, right? And so I was like, girl, like, I was really struggling with trying to make some important decisions. For those that don't know, this time last year, um... Me and my boyfriend were not together, but my birthday trip was already paid for. We had already, we handled this payments on these trips like months ago. So, um, he wasn't living with me. I had put him out. He stupidly went back to his baby mama's house, which is where he always goes when we break up. Thank you God for deliverance. And so I kind of was like, what do I do? Do I let him come back for this trip and we figure it out or what? So me, Nicoria. I basically was like, just come back home. We'll figure it out when we get back. But I want to go on my trip. I was so determined to still enjoy my birthday in spite of me knowing that this relationship was basically over. And so he moved back in briefly. And, um, you know, his parents and his family was all like, oh, my God, I better get it. My parents, my family were utterly confused. Like, huh? What? You just told us he put him out. So. Um, I have a beautiful girls night in then the next morning me and him traveled to Mexico and we were there for four days and when we got back home on the 12th of October um, I still was irritated and so I dropped four which was in love with a Brooklyn thug part four and we were headed to dinner to celebrate because the book hit number one and in the midst of us heading to dinner the baby mama called and basically was like can you watch the kids. Um, and so our date was canceled and I, my, when I say dress, I was dressed like heels, makeup, everything. He's like, I'm gonna make it up to you. So at that point for me, it was another sign. Cause I'm like, here we are again. You know, I'm being put on a back burner and you know, dating someone with children can be difficult. Okay. Let me tell you how it cannot be difficult because when a man wants you, when a man is over his previous relationship, when a man wants to be with you and not the baby mama, it won't be no battle. I'm dating someone right now with the same amount of children 
that my ex-boyfriend had. Well, my ex-boyfriend has four. My new boo has three. But his kids are older, so it doesn't really necessarily affect me because they got cell phones and they just really kind of just want money and are going about their business. But the point I'm making is our first date, I was with him and he was taking money to his kids. Like, it's when, listen, that's a whole nother podcast. But the point I'm making is this time last year, I was struggling. So we got back from Mexico. He chomped me off at the dinner date. He go get his children. And so three days later, now we're at October 15th. I'm still kind of like, how did I, how did I let this happen to me? Like, why didn't I just go out of town by myself? Why did I let you come back? I'm not happy. I'm sleeping on the couch. I'm miserable. I'm not, I'm not happy in this situation. My birthday just passed. I'm 25 and I'm still feeling like I'm settling with a man who seems like he has one foot over here and one foot at his baby mama's house. And so, um, Fast forward to October 19th. I know these dates because, y'all, I literally have, like I said, my apostle said we replay these memories in our head over and over, over and over, over and over. I didn't sleep for like three days. I was sick, throwing up. I knew I wasn't pregnant. I was just like, what is this? Now I know it was the energy, you know? And so I um, went to therapy and I told my therapist, like, I can't do this, but I'm scared to tell him because at this point, I was like the girl that cried wolf. Like, I would break up with him, be cool, get in my feelings, be sad, be lonely, be depressed, be miserable. And I always go back. But I told myself, you cannot go back this time. Like, you deserve more. And I want to be honest and transparent with you guys and tell y'all that even though that was the energy I had, it's October of another year. It took me listen, like, it's not easy. Breaking the soul tie is not easy. It's not, it's not, it's not easy. And so, um, I went, I texted my therapist, literally walked me through that breakup and I, I, I let it go, you know? And so fast forward, um, he, he ended up leaving and I was, I feel like I was depressed from October till maybe a few months ago, silently though, you know, still dealing with, replaying it in my head, 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 almost a year now. So that's why I'm so sensitive. I'm so emotional this year because it's like a year ago. I I know what I was going through. I know I was suicidal. I know I was depressed. I know I couldn't sleep. I know I couldn't eat. I know I felt alone. I know that all my friends told me that I did the right thing, but where were they, you know? And so I had a lot of bitterness and a lot of resentment And I tried to travel it away and I tried to shop it away and I tried to write it away and I struggled. And I went to Paris and had a great time, but I was still in Paris using a a fake Google number app, sending him long ass text messages like, you didn't even fight for me. You didn't even chase me. He never chased me. As good of a woman that I was to this man, not once did he be like, don't do this to us. Don't put me out. He ain't begged me to stay. Nothing. He left, y'all. He left. He turned his back on me. He left. And I believe on this day that he did it because he knew he couldn't be the man that I wanted him to be. He did it because he knew he still had dealings with her. He did it for a lot of reasons. And whatever his reason is, thank you for what you've done. Thank you for moving out the way. Thank you for allowing, you know, me to be free. Thank you for not blowing me up. Thank you for not doing whatever you could have done to me. I thank you. It is a year later and I feel like I am finally walking into I'm I'm walking into something new and I just feel so grateful like me and my family have 
entered this new phase of like extreme unity. We're like our five or, or who else? You know, we're kind of like on it. And I've met so many amazing people literally in the last like 90 days. Like my circle, my tribe, my community has been strengthened and I'm so thankful. And me and my dude, when we was cleaning up last night, he was like, you need to, you know, just start saying out loud what, what's your, what you want in this new chapter. And so he was like, say it, babe, what you want? And I was like, I, I didn't know. I was like, well, you know, I just want like some more number ones. He was like, no, I'm talking about your soul, you know, forgive. And he's, I, y'all, like, I, he's amazing. And so, um, back to Sunday. So me and my homegirl, I sent her the notes and she was like, ooh, this is good. And I felt like an angel was just like, talk, you know, talk. And so I ended up sending her this long message. And it did take her a long time to respond. I was like, that's why I don't tell people nothing. And she hit me back with like a paragraph essay. And so we ended up um, talking. And so the next day I texted her and I was like, I really needed that. You know, I was like, I um, I want this chapter to be new. I want a fresh, clean slate. I don't want to hold nothing in. And so her advice to me Sunday night was to just take two days. She was like, people, when they try to clear their mind, they try to like challenge themselves to do this insane amount of clearing your mind. She was like, just get off for two days. And so I, I had deactivated my accounts. Um, yes, a uh, Sunday night. And I, I did get back on Facebook yesterday. So I got back on Facebook a day early, but that was because I had to DM, I mean, message my literary agent. I wait on this check. I, I girl, this check supposed to be coming. I'm like, where that? So, um, I had to hit him up about that. And, uh, I got back on Instagram this morning and now I kind of see the two or the three day stints of clearing the mind is, is great. And so I spent these last two days, like I said, cleaning, decluttering. Um, I struggle and I told you guys this was forgiving myself for how I interacted and how I allowed people to interact with me, whether that's a friendship, a relationship, a situation, whatever it may be. And so before chapter 26 approaches, I, um, Sunday night, I wrote out letters to people that have hurt me and that I may have hurt. And, um, I could have, I had cut all the, it was like three in the morning. I couldn't sleep. I burned some candles. I was smoking the blunt and I came down here and I wrote 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 and I used my good ink and I printed it out. And I, I said over these letters, I said, God, please release me from this and release them because Sometimes we just think people hurt us, but we hurt people too. You know, their feelings are hurt too. And so I realized in friendships that a lot of us throw things under the rug um, off the strength of, I don't want to offend, or I don't want to hurt, or I don't want to disappoint, or I don't want to start stir nothing up. And the other person is like, oh, well, wait, it's no issue. You know, so um, I asked, I asked the energy of the universe. I asked them to, whoever I hurt, for them to forgive me and in return, I forgive myself for how the situation played out. And so I ripped them letters up and yesterday I woke up feeling so good, y'all. I woke up feeling like the world is mine. And then my mama, who must have sent something, called me. And before I could even say, hey, mom, she just started praying and she just kept saying my name over and over again. And she was like, she's a chosen one. She's a queen. She's going to release this and she's going to birth this and she's going to change the world. And she said that she had asked God to remind me of why 
God gave me that name. And so um, yesterday I just was in a, a, a spirit, a space of gratitude. I was so thankful for my vision and I was thankful for my purpose and my passion and my brand and my community and my friends and my boyfriend and my church and my, my sisters at church that I'm connecting to. And I'm just thankful, so thankful. So that's why I'm y'all, I'm telling y'all to just begin to just start speaking good things out of your mouth. Like when I woke up this morning, I pray. I First of all, I don't even stay in bed past 930 for real, for real. But I stayed in bed till like 12 and I just was chilling, like feet up, rug all, I mean, comforter off. And I just relaxed and I took a shower and I prayed. And then when I came downstairs, my I told y'all my dude, he like, you burning them crystals yet? And so I'm like, no, I'm doing now. So I burned some crystals, drank some coffee. And I was just walking around my home and I was saying, God, good things is in this home. You know, y'all, my sister moved in. So I'm like, businesses are birthed into this place. You know, um, I was touching my door. Keep the haters away, God. Keep people who don't mean well out of my home. Keep people who come in here with their heavy spirits. Keep them away, you know. And even if they are going to come over because you can't sometimes control people that pop up. I pray that when their energy enters my home, that they're made new. I pray that the peace that I'm praying so hard to keep in this place, I pray that it it touches them when they enter this place. And so I just started walking around my home like, God, we thank you for this new month. We thank you for this new season. We thank you for the changes that are happening. We thank you for the good news that's coming our way. We thank you for unexpected blessings and miracles, God. We thank you for everything that you are doing in this season with and without us, God. We thank you. And I just started crying and I just could not stop saying thank you God and so I want to encourage you on today October 1st 2019 to just start in your car wherever you are listening to this saying thank you God thank you God for making a way out of no way it's the first of the month thank you God that these bills are going to be paid and I don't have to struggle or worry about how they're being paid. Even if you are worried about how you're going to pay them bills, still say thank you, God, because he's going to make a way out of no way. And so I had to literally this morning just say thank you, God. Yes, God, a year ago, I felt alone. Yes, God, a year ago, I literally, two failed suicide attempts. Hey, let me tell you now. Hey, God is good, okay? I literally struggled this time last year. I was on my knees. I, hey, locked in my bathroom like, I'm just going to leave this world because I don't have nobody. And I felt so weak and so alone and so used and so empty and so drained. Like I literally picked myself up and I put the pieces of my puzzle back together. And so today, this morning, all I had from my lips was nothing but flowing gratitude. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God, for new beginnings, for new opportunities. Thank you, God, for new ideas, new dreams, new visions. Thank you, God, for new business ideas. Thank you, God, for the spirit of concentration. Some of us cannot concentrate. Some of us struggle with staying focused. Some of us struggle with starting ideas and not staying motivated, not staying on track. Thank you, God, for the spirit of focus. For the spirit of concentration, for the spirit of intention, for the spirit of manifestation, God, I thank you that you literally, out of my mouth, I speak good things. Out of my mouth, I'm able to tell myself that I am wise, I am wealthy, I am loved, I am valued, I am appreciated, I am cared for. The devil will have us, the devil will trick us to think that nobody cares, that nobody loves us, that nobody wants to see us doing well, that nobody has, you know, the devil will convince you to think that you have been forgotten. Okay. 
my dad, who is the most, I ain't got no feelings about nothing. We planned my dad's surprise birthday party in three days. Okay. It was so last minute and we pulled it off and he had such an attitude that day. Like he called me and was like, I don't really want to go out to eat. Can y'all just come over here? He was like, y'all can even pick up pizza. I don't care. And I was like, oh my God, like the fuck? We don't rent it out this restaurant. We did a lot. Like money was spent. So I was just like, what? Like, no, daddy, we're taking you to dinner. So he picks us up. He's telling my sister, I don't want to drive with y'all. Y'all get in the car with me. Get to the restaurant. He like, this ain't Chops. This not Buckhead. Where are we? I'm like, no, we lied and told him that we had to pick up some candles for my mama for Nari. So attitude but when he walked in tears started my daddy had to go to the bathroom and pull it together and so when I went back there to check on him like you good he was just like he thought that he was forgotten you know he thought that he was forgotten my father thought that he was forgotten and so I was just like crying I was like we love you like we thank God for you you are the head of our household you are the reason why All of us are independent. I've never had a job before in my life. My father's never had a job before in his life. You are the reason why I make the money I make. Like, I'm so thankful for my father. Like, people always ask me, who are you closest to, your mom or your daddy? My mom is like my cheerleader. I'm always right. No, you know, that's how she is. She's going to pray for me. She's going to come over and bring her good energy. My daddy, I don't see him every day. I, I go weak sometimes. But... When I need advice, when I need to say, Daddy, am I wrong? Was this person wrong? He's going to say, no, you were wrong. And so that's what I love about him. And so we celebrated him. And this morning, I just was like, God, I'm not forgotten. My family is not forgotten. I I am loved. Even when I feel like, you know, everything is going on without me. It's not because things happen in a season. And sometimes we have to accept that seasons come seasons go they change they shift and who you was who was in the last season with you may not be in this season with you and so that's another thing that I have come to terms with accepting I I had to realize that you know like closer to some people at the beginning of the year but towards the end of the year I don't speak to them anymore and you know we beat ourselves up about failed friendships but maybe it's just of the season Maybe it'll come back around later if it's meant. And sometimes it's not. Sometimes these people have to come into our lives to show us what we will deal with, what we want, or what we do want in friendships or relationships. I have learned to be at peace with everything that happens in my life. I wrote this affirmation down and I shared it with my homegirl. Um, and she was like, oh my God, I'm printing this out. Um, and so it's an affirmation I've been saying every day. It is. I see things clear as day. Trust God. He makes no mistakes. Who God has for you is for you. Be still and know that God is and will always be your refuge. Why stress or worry about what you can't change or control? Stop replaying it over in your head. Let it go. And then my affirmation for this month is going to be, I have wisdom over my wealth. Um, As we enter, well, we're in this fourth quarter officially. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm printing out finances and I never print out my bank statements because I trust my accountants enough to handle it. But I want to know where I'm losing, where I'm winning, where I can cut back. So I canceled my Hulu, canceled my Netflix. 
Um, the only thing that I kept was Amazon Prime, which is crazy because I just picked up two new bills yesterday. I'm paying $16 a month to record this here podcast, y'all, which is so high to me, $16. But it's okay because I believe in 2020, God is sending, um, well, God is creating a new source of income through the Passport Podcast. I'm claiming already that ads will be monetized, that people will begin to sponsor the podcast. And I believe that this podcast is going to make me $2,500 a month. It's already written down as an intention, as a manifestation. It's on my 2020 goals. It's already done. I'm just letting y'all know. Um, And I am, I'm ready. I have wisdom over my wealth. I want y'all to also start saying that too. I have wisdom over my wealth. Money will not continue to fall through your hands. You will win. You will be successful. You will be wealthy. You will be rich. And... I had to correct my sister the other day and I'm happy that she's here because I'm able to, um, you know, get her together and in return, she's getting me together. And I've been telling her this every day, iron sharpens iron. So I only can help you in areas that I've already grown or dealt with. And so my sister's cheap. I'm, I'm not cheap at all. My sister's cheap and she, she doesn't mind getting like low quality stuff, but I told her you live here now. Okay. And your sister's a little bougie. Everything in here costs. Don't come in here with that paper thin tissue, sis. I spend twenty dollars on tissue because I don't want my ass to be on. You know, I like charming. I like nice stuff. And she's like, you just spend so much money on nice things. It's just so annoying. And I said, no, because I'm home a lot. I cherish my home. And she said, well, I don't make the money you make. And I said, well, how about today we stop saying that? And she said, what do you mean? I said, stop saying it. I said, you do make the money you want to make. You do make money like I make money. You are going to make as much money as I make. Matter of fact, you're going to make more money than me. And she was like, how do you just like say it so confidently? I said, because power and death lies in the tongue, Nairi. So if you just keep saying, I don't make the money you make. Your ass ain't going to never make the money I make. I had to, I had to check it then. And so I want to encourage you today that as we embark on this fourth quarter stop saying that you're never going to have shit or stop saying that you ain't got shit change your conversation change your tone change your vocabulary switch up how you speak over your life switch up how you speak over your finances because you are wealthy you are wise you are successful good energy is coming to you the friends that you want are attracting you i have made so many changes in my life these past few weeks slash months and i literally see the benefits, the sacrifices. I see the results of my changes. I told you I've been walking lately. So the walking has been getting me together. I love it. I have also just started like switching up my routine, switching up my environment, switching up my location. God is sending like-minded people to me. And I'm so thankful. I am in a place where, and I spoke on this several times and I make no mistakes. Um, when I say this, I'm in a place where I have to be surrounded by people that want to win and when I say that I don't mean you have to have already won because I ain't already won I'm not saying you have to already be up 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 but I need your mindset to be up 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 I need your mindset to be like yo what we getting into this weekend you want to take a networking class you want to go um go take some photos outside you want to go uh edit just blogs you want to work on some recipe cards I need it to be just straight winning Because we're in a winning season. This fourth quarter chapter of all of our lives is about victories. And it's about accomplishing those good things. And 
I know y'all like this podcast is probably going to be long as shit today. I have notes. Before I get into the notes, I want to give y'all some scriptures to study. If you are not in your word and you feel like, I take that back. If you're not in your word, get in your word. Simple as that. I want you guys to write this down. Read it in your spare time. First Peter four, chapter four, verse 12. 1 Peter chapter four, verse through 12. John chapter 13, verse seven. And Nehemiah chapter one and two. If you have a vision, if you want a vision, if you have a business, if you have a brand, if you're looking to um, walk into your purpose, walk into your passion, you need to read 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 12, John chapter 13, verse 7, and Nehemiah chapter 1 and 2. I'm also going to add to that Isaiah 55 and 11. I'm going to add Proverbs chapter 5. I'm going to add Exodus chapter 3 and 4. I'm going to add Genesis chapter 1 and 2. And I'm going to add Matthew chapter 6. And I'm going to add Jeremiah 29 and 11. Actually, I think I'm going to put a Bible study devotion thing together for people that um, are looking for their vision. I'm going to work on that. Wisdom only offends a fool. And Pastor Mike Todd said, if y'all have not gotten to his crazy faith series, for real, for real, get your life. For real, for real, get your life. Pastor Mike says, some of y'all want the prophetic word without th- without doing the prophetic work. Mm. How many toes have been stepped on? Y'all want the purpose. Y'all want the vision. Y'all want this amazing life. Y'all want the blessings to overflow. Y'all want the cup to run it over. But is you doing the work to get the word? Are you doing the work for the blessings to come forth? And many of us aren't. I ask my sister this every day when she come home. What did you do today to make Nari Shade bigger? Shout has a handle business. What did you do today to make 720 grow? I had to start asking myself that. What am I doing to get new readers? Nothing. So I can't get mad when I'm not seeing more reviews on my books when I'm not doing the work to get new readers. It's so simple. I can't get mad. I only sold two um, things of coffee last week and I was so mad. But I had to remind myself I didn't post on Instagram. I didn't send an email. I maybe posted three or four times on Facebook. I kept running into people and they wanted coffee and I'm just like, oh, it's at home. I wasn't doing the work. I wasn't. I was not doing the work. We can't expect results when we don't do the work. It's extremely simple. Let's get into fourth quarter victories. Today is October 1st, and we are officially in the fourth quarter. Um, how many notes I got? A few. Okay. Um, I want to challenge you guys in this last quarter of the year. To let go of the excuses. Excuses are tools of incompetence that build monuments of nothingness. And those that excel in it, excel in what? Nothing. Excuses will not get anything done. Okay. I I saw this tweet um, early, early this morning. And it said, um, start your Mondays off right. Monday sets the tone for the week. I digress. I believe that Sunday sets my tone. Sunday, I go to church. I clean up. Um, do I cook on Sundays? I cook on Sundays. I'm tripping. I definitely cook on Sundays. I cook on Sundays and I write out my goals for the week. I write out anything that I need to get done. You know, I told you guys, I try my hardest to stay off social media on Sundays simply because I go to a very, um, spiritual anointed church. And I feel like so much happens to my, my soul and my spirit on Sundays that I just don't need to be triggered in any kind of way on Sunday. And so Sunday this past Sunday, even when I got home after the spirit came down, I just found myself like watching people's stories like crazy. And I was like, what are you on here doing? Like, get off. 
And so I deleted the app and then I later that night deactivated just to clear my mind um, and to just, I guess, hear from God and not only hear from God, but hear myself, hear myself think. And sometimes we spend so much time on social media and I believe it's a distraction. I don't care if it's a tool for business. I don't care if you want to document your life journey. At the end of the day, social media is a distraction. It just is. And um, I want to encourage you guys to just limit your time if it's not being productive. If you're not on there like working on hashtags and doing things to build your business or your brand, just kind of limit your time. And I really believe that you will be more productive. Proper planning prevents poor performance. So I want to challenge you guys in the fourth quarter of the month to set realistic goals and they'll be completed. Um, Write your goals down and say them out loud. So I told you guys, I think in Stack Timbers podcast that not only do I write my goals, but I, I print them out. I tape them everywhere and I started saying them out loud. So with me starting to walk and stuff, it was more of me saying it. Today, I'm going to walk. Today, I'm going to walk. Hey, today, I'm going to walk. Today, I'm going to walk. Today, I am going to walk. Hey, on Mondays, my boyfriend, I told you he's like 99.9% vegan. So he doesn't, um, he don't really eat meat. And so last night, yesterday, when I called him before he got to the house, I was leaving work Well, the coffee shop. I was like, babe, what you want for dinner? And he's like, um, tuna fish. And I said, I don't want that. I want like a chicken broccoli cheddar skillet and he was like okay well i'll just pick up some food before i get there and i was like oh so i called him back i'm like you want to have a helper and he's like what part of i don't eat none of that don't you understand and so i ended up making him some tuna fish so when he got here he was like oh you still made it i'm like yeah and my sister cooked us some um shrimp creole and it was super good but um when you write down your goals say them out loud and i want to challenge you guys in the fourth quarter to get an accountability partner. And if you know me, I'm not necessarily too big on them because I feel like you should be motivated regardless. But I believe that I have been able to be extremely dedicated um, and being, I've gotten reconnected to my vision and my purpose and my brand and my business. And this is going to be crazy when I say this, but I feel like my accountability partner last month was Twitter. I be on Twitter all night, okay? Not looking at the stupid shit y'all be looking at sometimes, but like millionaires and like bloggers, y'all. I I have my phone is filled with screenshots from people on Twitter. Um if y'all like who she follow? Wanna's World, I love her tweets. If I could be her friend, I would. Um, I run with Lula, Brie Melandro, Brooklyn White, Clarissa Brooks, uh, Marcia Josephs, Taylor Crumpton. I love L. Jeffries. Like, she's like my friend in my head. Um, Crystals, Hey Friend, Hey, Maya Elias, uh, Maddie James, Melissa Kimball. Uh, who else page do I be lurking on? Hmm. I can't remember. But, oh, Coriel, oh, I love her tweets. Uh, Alari Swanks, I love her tweets. Y'all, I be on Twitter getting my life, okay? Literally getting my life. Mariam Hasna, the hood healer, um, all them. I be on there getting my life. And on Instagram, if you're not necessarily always on Twitter, but on Instagram, I love Daisy Dash, Mia Ray, The Cheek Nurse Life, Life of Chris, Chris Cavallari, 
Um, every blue moon, I'll go to Nicole Nayel page. I love Hello Barbie on Instagram. I'm just all about positivity, and I, I want to see good things. Like I want to see people working. It's like when I see somebody on their work, I'm like, let me get my ass up and get the work. What am I here doing? You know? And so I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. My accountability partner has been Twitter this past month, this upcoming month, me and my friend have decided to charge each other's energies. We are going to be checking in with each other every Tuesday. And she has a lot of four quarter goals. I don't necessarily have as many because like I told you guys a few minutes ago, I'm focused on more so having realistic goals so that I can finish this year strong. I'm spending these last three months focused on my finances. I am preparing to, I told you guys, we're about to open a subway. So for me to feel like I'm a partner, I'm preparing to come in. So I have not been spending any money. I have been loading up my savings, loading up my retirement. And real quick finance tip. Um, I read this article that said you should have four accounts and it's crazy because I think I have five, but I have a business account, which is where my, my checks come in from Amazon. I have a retirement account. I have a savings account. I have a personal checkings account and I am about to open up another savings account, which I am only going to put in that account. Um, I'm going to start off small. So I'm putting in two fifty a month and the other two fifty I'm keeping in cash. Um, it is going to be like some shoebox money, but I am being more intentional about saving because I will not be working for the rest of my life. And that's on that. Um, also, like I told you guys, my birth control comes out in less than six months. And I am highly considering preparing my mind, body, soul, and my bank in case I decide to have kids in the next two years. And if I do decide to have children in the next two years, I want my accounts to be on fleek because I want to at least take off a year Um and spend some time with the baby. Honestly, I don't really see myself taking the year because I love to write. So I may do six months. Either way it go, um, I do want a nanny. I do want my baby to go to private school. I do want my baby to be bilingual and all those cool things. So I am being more intentional about saving. And when I told my dad this the other day that I've already started saving for my baby, he was just like, are you serious? I was like, yeah. He was like, he was the same way. So he was like, you're really my kid. I'm like, yeah. Like I went to private school till I was in eighth grade. So I am dedicated to giving my child a life that really a life that I had plus more and also next year um all my trips are already lined up for 2020 and it ain't no regular trips I'm I'm going I'm doing some life-changing things I'm going to Bali I'm going to Thailand I'm going to Egypt me and my mom are going back to Paris next summer we're taking grandma. She wants to go. So uh, I got a lot going on. And when you got a lot going on, you have to do what? Make money. And so if you follow me and if you support me in any way, I just kind of want to say dot, 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 buckle up because I have a lot to announce. Um, in God's timing, I'm working on a lot. I've been working on a lot. Me and my dad, me and my family, we have a lot coming forth. Um, the trucking is getting up and running and after this we got subway we're about to work on trying to get a restaurant we got a lot going on me and my sister are linking on a few collections and the time is now and i encourage you to spend these last three months even if you still don't know your purpose if you still don't know what you're doing spend these last three months being intentional and manifesting what you want in 2020 to come so i would challenge anyone that's listening to this and they're kind of like wow you got a lot of shit going on i ain't got nothing going on that's okay it's okay Spend these next three months doing research, following people who, okay, let me slow it down. 
Say you think you want to do candles. Follow some candle people. My sister is 720Call on Instagram. I love Lit Brooklyn on Instagram. Amber Bourne is one of my favorite um, candle follower girls. I keep telling Nairi she need to like literally mimic this whole girl thing because she's all the way in like Philly. Nairi's in Atlanta. She can take so she can take over, you know, Atlanta market with candles. Um, follow people. Oh, she is Kia. I love her on Instagram. Follow people that are in the field that you think you want to go in. Even if you really don't know, just follow them. Get an idea. I've started following boutique owners because I kind of think I kind of want to do something with clothes, but I kind of don't know. I've also started following people that don't do... Listen, my sister was going was lurking on my page, and she was like, you follow some weird-ass people. And I said, no, I follow people that have the same interest as me. I like house stuff. So guess what? I follow a lot of moms. I follow a lot of bloggers that post themselves cleaning curtains and scrubbing the floors. So if you saw my story last week, I had, I had, I had recorded myself um, for breezing the couch and the curtains. And this girl who I freaking love was like, yes, sis, get that house clean. And I was like fangirling because I was like, oh, my God. But people who not into that, they'll be looking at my story like, why is she posting this? But... I want to be a lifestyle blogger. I want to go into home goods and candles and the ways to purify your environment and your energy. And that's what I'm into right now. So 2020, I'm going to be more intentional about posting myself more at home. So I'm starting now. So if you're still trying to figure it out, spend these last three months doing research, studying people, reading books, praying, um, and writing out where you're trying to go and what you're trying to do. I want you... Oh, back, hold on, wait. There's notes all over the place. So with your accountability partner, um, someone asked, how often should you check in with your partner? Like I told you, me and my homegirl are going to check in every Tuesday. Tuesday is her kind of slow day, mine's as well. Um, we'll be checking in every Tuesday about how we're getting towards our goals. And the second question was, what does accountability do? Accountability does exactly what it says. It keeps you accountable. You want someone that's going to be honest with you. You want someone that's going to be like, hey, did you do this this week? Hey, how much money did you save? Hey, did you go to the gym? Hey, did you do Meatless Monday? Hey, I saw you on Instagram. What are you doing on Instagram? I know you ain't got them goals accomplished yet. You want someone that's going to be on your ass. Okay, accountability partners. Does it have to be a friend? No, I prefer um, someone that knows me. Um, it can be someone you, I guess, look up to. Some, you know, It can be your mother, your sister, your cousin. Um, I've also challenged people, if you are come from a big family or a small family, get a, create a family group message. Be the one to start the new trends, the new hobbies, the new habits. If your family don't really talk in your family group message, you start it. Good morning, fam. Have a good day. Good morning, good morning, fam. Have a blessed week. If you listen to a podcast, drop it in your group chat. If you checked out a sermon on YouTube, drop it in the group chat. If you have your own home, invite your mom and mother for dinner. Start doing things to create new habits because guess what? Generational curses are real and generational wealth is possible. For real. That's facts. Um, the question that you should ask yourself, really, if not today, this week, what is your assignment? What is your life's assignment? I'm not talking about your purpose. I'm asking you, what is your assignment? What do you feel like you are assigned to do right now in this season? What do you feel like you're assigned to do? Ask yourself that out loud. What is my assignment? What do I feel compelled to do? It's very important that you stay on track with your goals. I also want you to ask yourself, how important is it to you to achieve your goals in this quarter? 
Do you care? Do you really care about being a greater person, a better person? Do you care about seeing more than $100 in your bank account? Do you care about wanting to fill your car up on food? Do you care about having a long day and wanting to go out to eat to cheer yourself up? Do you care about wanting to get your friend a nice birthday gift? I just told Nairis the other day, I work as hard as I do. I care about money so much because I know the life that I want to live. It's so simple. I don't want to struggle. I don't want to be stressed out about bills. I don't want to have to worry about this or that. And guess what, y'all? I don't. Today is the first. When I get off the phone with y'all, I'm about to pay about $4,700 in bills. Am I mad? Yes. Do I want to pay them? Hell no. But my birthday is next week. I need to get all my bills out the way. I'm going to do it with joy because guess what? Thank you, God. Thank you, God, that I'm not worried about paying these bills. Thank you, God. And like I told y'all, I'm waiting on a check. So you see how God is about to replace? You just keep pouring out. You keep doing the right thing. You keep being a good person. And my daddy just told me this last night. You keep being a bigger person. You keep being the one to, to make strides towards the right mark, the higher mark, the greater way. God will bless you. Okay, God will bless you. You have to ask yourself, how important is it to you to achieve your goals? And what's important to you? What's important to me may not be important to you. Some people don't care about money. That's cool. Some people just care about like, I don't really know. But it's all people that don't care about stuff like that. And that's okay. I am gearing my life towards success. I want to live a successful life. Success, is me. It makes me, it, it makes me fulfilled. Okay. I like achieving my goals. When I look back at my September goals, I was able to cross out a lot of stuff. And I was so freaking happy. That's where I win at. And I feel like when I get kids, me seeing my kids grow and crawl and shit, that's going to make me happy. But until then, Neko Expo is my baby. This podcast is my baby. These books is my baby. This stuff is what makes me happy. And I, I've learned to not downplay that or apologize for wanting to live a life that's meaningful. And me, my meaningful life is my company. Period. You also have to ask yourself, do you want to finish the year strong? Do you care? Or are you kind of like, damn, I didn't do anything to do this year. I'll start up in 2020. And guess what? That's true, too. That's cool. I was just talking to my boyfriend, friend. He was like, shit, I'm going to start over this year. I was like, huh? He was like, I'm, I'm over it. And I was like, you know what? That's okay. He's going to rest till January. I was looking at him like, what? Um, how do you finish the fourth quarter strong? How do you finish this year strong? By starting today, business owners, if you're a business owner, you're listening to this. This is when you start on Black Friday. This is when you start on your holiday sales. This is when you start doing the work to make sure that your holiday season is, is successful. If you're a writer and you're listening to this, if you know you want to do some holiday novellas, start now. Order your covers now. Do your outline now, your character development now. You have to ask yourself, what does your future look like? What does it mean to you to be potential? What does it mean to you to walk in your purpose? Are you intentional? Are you manifesting your greatness? Are you doing what you need to do to make sure that the fourth quarter is strong? Will you be victorious when 1231 comes? Questions that need answers. As always, it has been a joy talking to y'all. Libra season, my birthday seven days away. I am lit. I have plans every day. Um, until I go out of town on Saturday and then I get back on Wednesday, Tuesday, then I go back in town again on Thursday and then I get back on Monday and then I'm having a girl's night. So I'm lit. 
God is good. God is great. Thank y'all for listening to this long podcast. I will be back in two weeks. What is the two week part? Oh, we are discussing, um, what is the topic? I don't remember, but I already got it written down. I already got the notes. It's coming soon. Until next time. Peace.